Talk of the, the Thrones. Thrones. The Ringer's instant reaction show for all things Ice and Fire is back. Now as a pod. To cover the new Game of Thrones spinoff, House of the Dragon. Every Sunday night, the Ringerverse, Chris Ryan, that's me. Joanna Robinson. And I, Mallory Rubin, will be breaking down the latest episode. Sharing our thoughts on all the schemes and plots. Uh, schemes and plots are the same thing. Dragons. And incest. Hey, it's a Game of Thrones show. So boot up your favorite podcast player and head to the Dragon Pit. Because fire and pods will reign. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Welcome back, everybody, to Surviving the Challenge. And guess who survived another episode of The Challenge? This guy. I'm your guy, Tyson Apostle. Crushing the challenge and uh, really getting a, kind of a sore back by carrying the entire season on it. But <laughs> what you going to do? And I'm here to break this episode down. I think it's episode seven. Uh, eight, with, right? I don't know. Eight. Okay, sorry, sorry. I don't know. I don't know either. Okay, I, I think it's eight. eight. I think it's eight. You're right, eight. and I'm wrong because I don't keep track of this stuff. Uh, anyways, eight. Uh, I knew it was eight the whole time. And I am here with Amelia Wedemeyer to break down everything, the challenge, right? Right. Are you going to well, do the entire episode in a uh, Sarah uh, accent? <laughs> you, th- you think I should? <laughs> we can, we can, well, when we get Did to her, the we can do it. Did you the side mouth too? I did. Yes. I've been okay. trying to perfect the side. Yeah. Talking out the side of my mouth. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very so, cool. Thank you. I'm glad you noticed. Yeah. We don't have to do the whole thing in the Sarah voice because okay. I think I'd probably get on edge and, uh, <laughs> right. yeah. Understandable. Yeah. Well, like, okay, let's just get into it then because let's what an episode. Um, I, you know, we came back Mm-hmm. from last week and TJ was like, you know, he's got the whole like, there's a bot, you know, this algorithm bot. But now, guess what? We're not going to use it anymore. It's now an individual game. Mm-hmm. What were your th- first thoughts? Were you like, I saw this coming, like this was happening? Yes, but there are some variables that I questioned as to whether or not, like moving forward, how dangerous is this for me? Mm. And it was going to be extra dangerous if only the guys uh, had any say in who went into elimination. Right. But if a girl winner and a guy winner both had to collaborate on who to put into elimination, it was going to be okay. It was actually going to be great for me because what girl in the show right now wouldn't want 
me as their partner at the final or on some leg of the final. Right. So as long as the girls have some say into who's going into the elimination of the men, I'm fine. So there was a day or two when they were like, yeah, it's a uh, individual and we don't you That's all you get to know right now. Uh, there, there was a couple like for me, I was like, OK, at that point, the entire house kind of scrambled to be good with everybody of the same gender. But for me, I was like, I need to also make sure that the women are extra on my side at this moment because I feel like they're going to still have input. And if they do, their input is actually the most important to me. That is a great point, because if we go back to previous weeks where every woman was complaining about like, I don't want to be paired up with Leo. I don't want to be paired up with Leo. Yeah. And then we get to tonight where spoiler alert, he's thrown in. (laughs) You know, even though he he had a pretty good challenge. I mean, he got second place, essentially. So yeah. that is that so is interesting. Say. Or so they say. Okay, exactly. Um, so, okay, right. So we get a little um, confessional with you where you kind of explain that. But you say, you know, the guys are going to go after people with tons of money, which obviously you have. Mm-hmm. And which they will go after you. And then we get Ben talking to Danny asking if he's thinking Survivor strong still. And were you like, did you hear this? Were you like, yeah, I, I, I still want to be from Survivor. Yeah. At this point, because the money club is out the window, mm-hmm. it's all about back to Survivor strong with the men, for me especially. Right. So uh, David and Enzo, I've kept them close enough. Uh, not as close as uh, Ben and Enzo, who I guess uh, Ben wow. came up with a nickname for him, Benzo. And oh, okay. uh, their relationship, I don't want to give away too much, blossoms oh. into something so fantastic and oh. fun to watch Oh, uh, next week. Well, sign me up. I mean, maybe I'll, I'll actually like Ben for once. No, I'm kidding. Um, that's, mm. uh, I mean, it's not in that way. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's enjoyable for us viewers to be like, As a third party witnessing it, uh, you're just like, this is ridiculous. Yes. Okay. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. And if they don't don't show it, which, you know, they then we're still going to talk about it here. Great. Oh, good. I'm glad. So everyone just come here next week, whether or not you watch the show, this has all the goodies. It does. We, We really do. And, um... Actually, we're going to get right into the challenge because it seems like we just we we did not spend a lot of time, you no know, algorithm, no algorithm like. You're, yeah, exactly. So we didn't yeah. have to worry about that. And it was literally the next thing we know, we're out on the water again. And TJ's like, the, the next challenge is called having a blast. And what it consists of is you're riding on the back of a Zodiac boat and there is a tugboat pulling two runways covered with soap. Mm-hmm. You have to jump on the runway and on the runway, there is a safe and a key station. So in the, they're obviously long runways. So you have to go from one end to grab the key at the other end and then you have to run to the safe and yeah. put the key in. You have to repeat this three more times and then at the end, you grab a flag and plant it at the other end. Meanwhile... Two other players on the back of the tugboat are blasting you with water cannons. Sure. And on the MTV version, you would have gotten blasted in the face with a water cannon. But if (laughs) you come from Survivor or Big Brother or 
Amazing Race, which will just be told by Big Brother or Survivor how to be strategic, Mm -hmm. you're not blasting anybody because then Mm -hmm. you're just like creating an enemy for what purpose? Right. And the producers were very frustrated that nobody was blasting each other in the face to the point of blaming like the cast. Oh, these guys are more. And I was like, we're actually more intelligent than anyone (laughs) you've ever dealt with before. And that's the problem. That's so true. And so it's so stupid. And uh, so like, yeah. And the way that challenge actually broke down, they drew who went first. I went first. So not Ben and Enzo. Not Ben and Enzo. It was me and Dom. And then the squirters were Angela and Cachet. And Dom and I, like we talked to Angela and Cachet and they were like, we just won't squirt. And we're like, cool. So we ran, but we were on soap the whole time, very slippery. And then after I got done, I was like, I think it would be better to clean that off. So I taught everybody else in the challenge to pose that thing off. Oh my God. Oh, and they didn't give you credit for it. They didn't give me credit. And also, could I have won if I would have not gone first and gotten my runway sprayed off? Yes. 100% I could have. So... But that's like the nature of the challenge. And that's one of the things that's different from the challenge in Survivor is Survivor has network lawyers, third-party lawyers to make sure every single thing is fair for every single person in every single challenge. Right. And this is just like, we've designed it to not be fair. Right. It's a free-for-all. Yeah. Like, if you're short and we have a pole that's eight feet tall and you have to reach the top of it, that's just the nature of the game. So sorry, you're short. If you get drawn first, you get to teach everybody how to do it wrong and they'll learn from you and then you're almost guaranteed to not win. And so, and that's just like, that's the way they've always done it. It's the way they'll probably always do it. And uh, I think people, a lot of people who watch the challenge enjoy that aspect. It's like a roll of the dice. There's like a luck. Yeah, there's like a definitely some a luck thing involved there. Interesting. Right. Because, um, you know, they talk about how it's an individual men's elimination day. So it doesn't really matter for the girls other than like they win money if they win the the challenge. But um, so the guys are the ones that are up for elimination. And it's right. interesting that you say uh, you obviously had this idea and you guys were drawn first when in reality, like we were saying, uh, Ben and Enzo go with Sarah. And I think was it Kayla? Probably. Um, I don't know. I think so. <laughs> it, was, it was Kayla on there okay. too. And we get, um, and it's interesting. And I just want to say thank you for your service, Ben. But I found it interesting that this entire episode was kind of this myth building and kind of a salute to Ben, if you mm-hmm. will. Which, yeah. you know, again, thank you for your service. And I, it's horrific that his friend died in his arms. But I found it interesting that they really the editors and producers really made this into this was Ben's shining episode. Yeah, definitely. So, so we get that. And yeah, um, and I like, you could tell how much it meant to him, like the wind totally definitely yes. cheered up. Everybody gave him right. a big hug. Everybody, you which know, is great. Yeah. Tinks that are glasses at the bar and it was great and it made him feel good. And, you know, cause you could tell like uh, there were certain things that would put him, on guard, like helicopters in the sky. Oh, and there's God, like sure. lots of memories and stuff rushing back. And this was like a full day for him of that. So to be able to like cap it off with a victory and get his Huge money. Victory. Yeah, right. Was nice. Uh, so yeah. And uh, 
great, happy for him. Exactly. But I but it is interesting how everything is like, you know, even though it's reality TV, there's there's a story to be told. And that was this week's story. Um, so anyway, we get uh, Sarah talking about getting the soap off the runway for Ben, even mm-hmm. though it was your really idea. Smart, really smart <laughs> yeah, idea, Sarah. Exactly. <laughs> and um, first we see Enzo and he's doing little baby steps. And it turns out he's, he's so bleeding. bad at everything. <laughs> he's really and I'm going to tell you something. Those Sorry. two or three or four stitches was a single stitch <laughs> that they didn't even need to put in. Like one time I got cut uh, mountain biking, crashed pretty hard, and I went in to the ski patrol at the ski resort I was mountain biking at in the summer, and I showed them the slice on my hip, and they were they just laughed at me like I was a big old softy, and I've been ashamed of ever trying to seek medical help ever since. But oh my Enzo, God. fully milking it. Oh, he was like, I'll exaggerate the number of stitches going yeah. on here and yes. everything. Did he get injured like on the challenge itself or was it like a... Like he shinned himself jumping on that floaty is, I think is what happened because there's zip ties and stuff there. Yeah. And so he, he did something to himself, but he's really, really bad at a lot of things. It's he It's really, insane. For how many things I'm good at, he's like the exact bizarro version of me. (laughs) He really is. Because he he just takes baby steps the entire time. You know, he's he's not been able to jump from the platform before. So we get that going on. We also get Ben, like you're saying, they have a a lovely little relationship going on because Ben's like, I love Enzo. Like, Enzo is my light out here, which Mm -hmm. I was like, Enzo? Of Very all people, cute. that's yeah. your light out here? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. I love that for you. Um, but anyway, so they go up against together, uh, each other. And then we have Kayla and Sarah. She Kayla falls in immediately, which was like too bad for her. But they, I mean, thankfully, it was not an elimination day. But it just goes to show that if you were to <laughs> accidentally slip on this very slippery runway, that mm-hmm. you're immediately eliminated or you yeah. just get disqualified. Correct. So for the runway itself, like they literally is was it like dish soap or something or what yeah, was like and they, okay they just dumped a bunch of dish soap on it between each person's run got it and then you get your can in and immediately as you got your can in you just start spraying it off for the person running and production so rolling over in, in their graves they were so upset i don't know that they're all dead i've just as an expression <laughs> sure only. They were so upset that even from beyond the grave, they were <laughs> upset. And because yeah. uh, they wanted to, like, sure, everybody wants to see somebody get fire hosed in the face. I sure. wanted it too. Mm-hmm. But then design the game so that it makes sense for people to fire hose people in the face. That's so smart. This is, I love this strategy going on here. I love that you, you've got this strategy. And I wonder if, you weren't the first person to be like, let's spray the runways with the hoses. Do you think someone else like from no. Survivor or something would have thought of it? No, okay. no. I think that because even still, some people were not paying enough attention to even spray theirs down going <laughs> not first. Right. And I think the strategy moving forward had we not decided to spray those down would have been to just not spray at all and let people run on the raw soap. Got uh, it. Weather, rather than squirt people in the face. but. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you guys need me as a consultant to design these challenges to get people fire hosed in the face, I can come up with a way. 
I think this could be another uh, job for you, like your second career in reality TV could be thinking of these new challenges yeah, and actually making me, them hard and making them. Yeah. Work. That's the thing. Like, I honestly don't think I'm built for this show <laughs> because there's not been anything that's been like, Oh, I can't believe I overcame running on a thing in soap. <laughs> like none of that. Like every single one of like, Oh, here we are. Cool. And everybody else is like crying. Like I didn't ever think I could sit in a harness and do trivia. I can't believe I challenged myself that way. I'm right. grown as a person. And I'm like, if anything I've gotten, like I've, what's the opposite of grown? Trunk? I've shrunk as a person. You've regressed as a person. Yeah, I've regressed. Yeah. yeah I've sunk into a regression. <laughs> exactly. So, which is like, you want to see people like have that moment where they're like, sure. I beat my demons and dropped off of the building and did Who simple knew it math. would happen on like yeah. a, a runway filled with soap, but it yeah, happened. Exactly. Yeah. I never imagined I would be doing that in a right. river. Right. And yeah, so I get it. But uh, yeah, so Ben wins. Fantastic moment right. for him. Salute to Blake and uh, Sarah. Oh my gosh. Very jealous and upset of at Angela. Also being like it's Angela crazy. hasn't proven herself at all. I'm like, hmm. Hmm. Interesting how many statement. How wins does Angela yeah. have? And how many wins do you have? And this is a little BT, BTS. Oh, yes. After the challenge, Sarah went around claiming that production had made Angela win and that Sarah truly won, but they announced Angela as the winner because Sarah clearly was by far the fastest. Even crazy. though when we're watching it, you see Angela moving about twice as fast as <laughs> That is just, I don't even... So she I mean, started the day with that and then she was okay. like, then she tried rallying the entire house to go to production and sit to tell them they're sexist for not letting her go in elimination against Enzo. And right. I, like, I just want to be out of that. Like, I, <laughs> I don't want to deal with this. I'd like to sit in on the conversation. Sure. It's but the drama I aspect. I don't want to add or take away from them. I want to be a fly on the wall here. So, yeah. So it went from uh, productions rigging Angela winning everything uh, to I have to go against a man in an elimination. And right. uh, quite the roller coaster. It was interesting. Um, I guess, okay, we will, we will get to that more of that. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. I do want to mention, we got a Kiki mention in there. We actually got two. Yeah, um, the more the merrier. Which is pretty cool. Exactly. Uh, Danny says that if Kiki were here, Kiki's she Kiki's wife. Say, you mean Kiki's husband said. Oh, yeah. It, sorry. Kiki's husband, Danny, said that if she were here, uh, she'd say ain't nothing more important than the moolah, which I love. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, it's true. That's why we're all here. Um, and then we get Leo and he's all like, I am like, huh. but it's like he actually does pretty well. And he's he pretty fast. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, Enzo obviously comes in last place. 
we obviously. also <laughs> obviously because he was uh, going pretty slow. Um, he was literally taking baby steps if you rewatch. Uh-huh. But then we they like you're saying Angela beats Sarah by seconds, and then Ben ends up beating Leo by seconds. Mm-hmm. And um, but Leo's still on this high. He's like. <laughs> I got second place because he's been yeah. kind of lagging lately. Um, then we get into pre-elimination talk. Uh, Angela brings up the fact that she wants to align with Survivor guys. We and actually Alyssa. show up. Oh, yeah, that's true. And we go to the bar. But let's I was going to say, yeah, that was wild. I was like, oh, what? Um, yeah. But yes. So it's uh, Big Brother Girls and Survivor Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, ben is uncomfortable with this. Uh, because he says it puts Desi and Sarah well, on the outside. Well, serves him right. He's been making everybody uncomfortable since day <laughs> yeah. one. <laughs> so <laughs> it's okay. Now it's his turn, now, yeah. yeah, now it's okay for you. I'm fine with you feeling uncomfortable <laughs> for how uncomfortable I've felt since day one. Exactly. Um, but then he also says he needs to play for himself. Um, mm-hmm. So he does go to all you survivor guys, or at least to he went to Dom for sure. And yeah. was like, I, I want to talk you guys into doing this. Did he talk to you? Did he set you aside and was like, hey, shouldn't we do this? No, because he already knew that I already knew. Like, Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah sure. And and it was like, um, Angela came up with it. And then I, I was like, yeah, that sounds great. Let's do it. Because for me, I just got to get all the girls on my side that I can. Right. And for Angela, she just needs to get all the guys on her side that I that she can. And because she's big brother, then already Enzo and David are probably going to protect her. But if she can get all the survivor guys to commit to her as well, that's every single guy in the house, which means she's not going to go into an elimination. Again, I love this. You guys are thinking far ahead of everyone else, which I love. Um, so then uh, I, I also find it interesting that Dom, you know, he's kind of like, I, I'm afraid to do this, but also I'll do it. Um, he says that there's more adapting and adjusting going on in, at the challenge than there is on Survivor. False. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I was interested. Yes, okay. So false. Right, yeah. So false. (laughs) Please elaborate. Yes. You got like, what? 28 people making it to the final on this show? Like, it's (laughs) so easy. (laughs) Yes. So easy. In Survivor, you get three people and you're trying to get there with two goats that cannot win. Right. And so it's... Totally opposite of what Dom said. I think that Dom, the one time he played Survivor, he was in the driver's seat and it worked for him. Mm -hmm. He's never been in the driver's seat here. He doesn't fully know all of the ins and outs of what's been going on and why the game is shaping the way it is. So from his two perspectives that he has here, it's true for him, sure. But I think in general, it's not accurate. Right, because I found it interesting that he went on to say, like, you don't stay with your set group of people. And I was like, does Survivor not eliminate a person per episode? Or like, what? I mean, what are you talking about here? (laughs) No, and you're always jumping ship because Survivor, like, it's even like you're getting three people to the end and you want to have two that you can beat. Right. Here it's you get eight, 10, 12, whatever it is. You get people there. And uh, it also depends. uh, Like, I'm speaking from my perspective. Dom's perspective, maybe it is different because his challenge prowess is different. His strategic Mm -hmm. prowess is different. Like maybe like his levels of strengths that you need to be on the challenge measure up differently. And so he is viewing it through a lens where maybe it is. But I I think that 
he's basing it off of too small of a sample size. One season of Survivor where he was in control with his best friend the whole time, and this where he's never really had a ton of input on which direction the game's going to go. Right, which I think is, uh, yeah, also pretty... Um if you, I mean, if you've been watching the season at all, it's pretty obvious because he's always like, I don't, I mean, I guess so, I don't know, or like going to people and he's having to be like, well, I hope this works out. I don't know. I feel a little uncomfortable about this. So, exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, he listens to the podcast every week. So, shout out, love Dom, you, Dom, and let us know uh, if you agree or disagree with my assessment here. Yes, please. Um, and then we get the party footage, which is just. I was like, oh, my God, are those people wearing low cut tops and jeans? Are we going to get party footage? And we do. And it was very exciting. We get people Did drinking like beer. I loved it. I loved it. I thought everyone yeah. looked great. We might get it every episode now that really? we don't have to spend uh, 35 <laughs> minutes on the algorithm. True. That's true. We probably did spend um, as much time as it took <laughs> to do the algorithm on this party uh, because we get Leo and he tries to bargain with um, Angela by saying he will name his fourth cat after her mm -hmm. um, if he doesn't get thrown in. Uh, Enzo talks about being injured. He does the whole, I should have gotten three stitches. Yeah. And then Sarah gives us this whole like, I volunteer as tribute, maybe if I feel like it. Yes, I've decided I'm going to do it. And yeah. um, she kind of frames this as like a feminist moment, which I mm -hmm. thought was really, really funny because it's like, listen, lady, if you why in the heck do you want to get thrown into the challenge? Why don't you just focus on winning the challenge at hand? And, and Angela brings this up, too. She's like, maybe focus on winning a challenge for once before, you know, you want to get thrown into a challenge against like a big, strong dude. And, and, and it's Enzo and he's a big, strong dude. Yeah. I mean, strong is a liberal term here, but <laughs> he's big. And, right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is, is like at this point, I don't know. She's having some weird spiral thing and mm -hmm. she's going back and she's like, I'm going to do it. I'm definitely doing it. You don't think. And she's like flexing and puffing her chest. And then at some point she's like, I'm not going to do it. So oh. it wasn't like production telling her no or Ben protecting her or something. She was just like, oh, no, never mind. I won't do it. But she like spent like two days like hyping herself and telling everybody how tough she was and that she's going to do it. And then she didn't. And I was like, signature Sarah move right there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, it was interesting because she did. She, wa she was like, yeah, I am a badass woman. And it's like, OK, yeah, we get it. We know. And and everyone was like, yeah. You told yeah. us last episode. Oh, you told us last before. episode. Exactly. And the only one really drinking the Kool-Aid there is Kayla, which it's I Kayla. fully yeah. don't understand her. Just like, I love Sarah. She's so badass. And I was like, Kayla, you're being lied to. <laughs> exactly. The only person selling you on that is the person. Right, exactly. And I, I mean, I think there must have been some kind of a, an alliance. I feel like we saw an alliance maybe a there couple was, yeah. episodes back between her and yeah, and Ben and Sarah and everyone. But uh, yeah, so Sarah does try to frame this as a feminist movement, uh, movement kind of thing, which we've seen before because in Survivors, remember she was like, No, I remember. Yeah. I'd like you for, to call me Lucina. And and then that was exciting. Um, it was so exciting. It yeah. was great. Yeah. It was it was one of my strides, favorite moments. Strides for the <laughs> Strides movement. to women. Yeah. Thank mm -hmm. you, Sarah. Honestly. Um, and then we get to the actual elimination challenge. And it's yeah. the freaking... But freakin like, wait. Let's take oh, one step yes. back. Okay, please. It wouldn't even even made sense because the rules of the game and the numbers of the people there and all of that mm -hmm. stuff, none of it would have made sense to even al allow her to do that. And in the future if that's going to be a thing that's going to have to be done, 
then all the challenges and all the then all the eliminations have to be gender neutral so that right. they're equally winnable whether you're a man or a woman. Yeah. And listen, I'm all about feminism and all that stuff, but like if you can get out of doing a like an elimination challenge, you should. You should probably, you yeah. know, do that. Especially, and I keep on bringing this up, but a very good point. Uh by Angela, you haven't won a challenge yet. So what in the why do you think this would go better for you? It's just it's kind of it's just not thinking fully. You know, how do you what think I mean? it would have gone for her in a hall brawl versus? I don't Enzo? think it would have gone well. I think uh Do you think Enzo would have just like seen red and mowed straight through her, or would he have been <laughs> like, uh, I don't feel comfortable doing this. You win. I'm I'm happy going home. I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to do this on TV for sure. I'll see you later. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it puts him in a crappy position too. Yeah, so very terrible position to be <laughs> yeah. in if you're Enzo. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my gosh. I, I secretly wanted it to be because I right. knew how awkward it would make everything. That would have been like, oh my God. It would have had to been like a two-hour episode. It, you know, and, and see her go flying against the wall. That would have been, wow intense i don't know about that but so we get to the elimination and mm -hmm. people are already walking in and saying oh my god it's the hall brawl it's the infamous hall brawl i wasn't doing that yeah thoughts on the hall brawl i hate the hall brawl i think it's brutish i think it's barbaric and i think unless you have two people that are excited to compete in a hall brawl against each other it's kind of disgusting like I knew Leo was going in at this point and I knew he was going again against Enzo and I know Enzo's got 30 or 40 pounds on him. So right. then what, like what's Leo to do? You could see in Leo's eyes, the second his name was named, he was defeated. Yeah. And it was like, like I, I didn't get any pleasure from watching that. Like yeah. maybe had it been Danny who was like, I'm NFL and I like to do that. That's the thing I specialize at. Right. And then you get somebody else. Like, I don't know who else from this cast would even be that person. Maybe nobody, but from a different season, somebody was like, oh, I want to challenge the NFL guy because I can do it. Yeah, like CT. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or Cinco from this season sure, who yeah. played football too. And you're like, okay, this makes sense. They're both good at this thing and they both want to do it. Right. But from like my standpoint, it's like one of those ones that most always is kind of not how they hoped it would play out. Like they want... They wanted Danny to go in or they wanted somebody big to go against somebody big. They don't want like this, like just to watch Leo get mowed over and see like his life already leave his eyes before he even <laughs> steps down there. Seriously? And you're just like, this is gross. Like, and it only lasted like four seconds. It's like I drove an hour and a half to see this four second show. Like, and it yeah. was like against two not premium athletes. Like, uh, <laughs> that's the thing. It's like right. people that go on the challenge aren't superior athletes for the most part. They're reality personalities. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you're like, oh, this is the fifth sport, America's fifth sport. <laughs> it's not. Right. It's personalities doing stuff that right. professional athletes get paid to do sometimes. Like exactly. it's just like, so like, I think that it's, uh, yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like being there. I felt kind of gross watching it and not, not, doing anything or being able to do anything about it. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, 
am I proud of Leo for trying and like standing in there? Or would I have been more proud of him to just be like, fuck you guys, I'm going home. This is stupid. Why would I like put myself at risk here? Like there's head injuries. There's like, they got us in those little helmets. Like, yeah. Yeah. And people get concussions all the time on the show. And for me, and maybe it's just me, a concussion is not worth any amount of money or any amount of pride on a reality TV show. Yeah. If it is, then great. Go into the hall brawl and find another person who also shares those similar beliefs and let's get Mm -hmm. them in there. But yeah, not a fan. I think it's, yeah. I think you bring up a lot of good points. I mean, I think like you were saying, we do see Leo and they cut to Leo and his face falls it's just like it's really demoralizing to watch that and and it sucks because if people listening don't know i'm sure you do though but what a hall brawl is it's like it's a literally a giant hallway in the middle of the arena and yeah. one person stands on one end the other person stands on the other end and what they have to do is literally run into each other and smash into your opponent and try yeah. to get past the other person to the bell on the other side and ring the bell first that's literally what it is. And if you've watched the challenge on MTV before, they do it all the time and, and various uh, uh, iterations of it. And it it is really brutal. And they love setting up big guys. They try to. Yeah. Yeah. With smaller guys and people really get hurt. And it's really just like, oh, God, this is just like that's not that's not fun to watch. It's not yeah. a fun thing to watch. So, yeah, it was really too bad for Leo. And did you think that it so you knew going into it that he was going to go in? Did he because it kind of seemed like he was like, I don't know if I'm going to go in. I mean, he was prepared for it. I don't think that he knew for sure. Like, it's one of those things where you're always hopeful it's not you. But then, like, you prepare for it to be you. Like, even even me, part of me was like, just mentally prepare in case it's you. And I don't know what I would have done in that situation. Like, definitely would have beaten Leo in a hall brawl. Would I have beaten Enzo? I I would have given him a run for his money, but would I have put myself in that position to go against somebody who's not necessarily experienced at running through someone? Like, I would have felt more comfortable going against Danny, knowing that Danny is a professional at this and is trained specifically to not injure or injure himself. And he also would have understood that he's the clear favorite in that position and would have adjusted accordingly rather than just like shot to kill. Right. And it really is like shoot to kill because it's like, again, it's two people just running at each other full speed. And we've got everyone yelling, get low, stay low. You have to stay low. Yeah, and all these like, people oh did God. not play in the NFL. <laughs> Only one of these people played in the NFL up there yelling <laughs> stuff. Exactly. So, yeah. I like that though. Yeah. So yeah, I was glad it wasn't me down there. I was not glad that it was such a mismatch. Uh, yeah. And uh, also kind of weird for me, TJ, like I love TJ, but like this is his favorite. This is his favorite elimination. And like, meanwhile, he's suffered a traumatic brain injury. Like, yeah. So like he knows or should know how delicate heads and brains are. Yeah. And so I don't know. All of it just rubbed me the wrong way. From the very second I stepped into the arena, I felt very, very dirty about being there and about watching it and about not really doing it. And maybe I should have done something, but I didn't. 
I just watched it. I mean, it. but I don't think there's really anything you can do because it was going to happen either way. And everyone seemed really excited about it. And it, it sucks. And it's kind of one of those situations where it's like, well, everyone did, you know, sign up knowing this could be a challenge, unfortunately. Mm. This no? was everybody's reservation going into the show. And a lot of people were told, oh. eh, it's not going to be the same. There's going to be like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's mess. That's sad. That makes me sad. And but it's interesting, too, to see how many people were so excited to watch it Dude, and how right? many people were like, whoa, and, you know, I mean, I, people were they were freaking out. They were pretty excited. So, yeah. Not um, me. No. Well, I. You didn't get an exciting confessional from me there. You didn't you ever really get didn't. a Zoom for, to me clapping or cheering mm-hmm. or anything. Yeah. No. And, um, you know, and Enzo does win the first match. But Leo, actually, I think he gave a pretty good uh, fight. Yeah, and- he definitely tried. Like, kudos, like, to mm-hmm. Leo. Like, honestly, like, if that's what you wanted to do and you felt like you needed to, then, like, great. Like, I'm proud of you for not just going home and quitting. But, yeah. But it was also weird that he was like, I don't want to say bye to anybody. Because we didn't know that. We assumed that he had headed to an ambulance. And production wouldn't tell us whether or not he was okay. So Kayla's crying, not knowing if he's okay or not. He disappears. We assume he's maybe not okay. Oh, my God. so, yeah. So there was a lot of that in the house following that like is he okay did he get injured is he fine oh he's gonna be okay he's gonna be okay like what is how when like we don't know so they didn't tell you guys that i think eventually they did but they waited a while and they didn't tell us like he didn't go to the hospital or anything they were just like they're like it's fine production's trying to not tell you any details about anything you don't see oh my god so they just yeah so I was I was kind of like, wow, Kayla is really crying. Like, this is really, oh my God, that's so messed up. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. But her reasoning of like, there's three guys who haven't been in elimination yet. You know what, Kayla? I earned not <laughs> yeah. being in elimination by setting the game up and dictating the direction it goes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I it's I just think, you know, she was obviously very much aligned with him and it's just it sucks and and again you know you're emotional after that and then you, you don't know if your friend is okay and that sucks too and that's yeah, scary that really sucks. That's, that's really scary so i feel for her um but yeah you know leo we do get obviously as the audience we get cut uh to leo and he's like you're all snakes minus kayla sarah and desi and he doesn't want to come back and say bye which i guess I mean, you know, it's I, I I can understand his frustration in that. And I'm sure it was, you know, demoralizing to be. Yeah, but it. come out and tell Kayla you're OK. Well, right. I'm yeah, good, sure. Kayla. Good luck. <laughs> Crush them. Yes, Crush That's all these good... snakes. <laughs> exactly. I was on Amazing Race. I don't know what strategy games <laughs> entail. But I tried. And, yeah. you know, that he did. So he did. Uh, he did. And, and um, he got better, honestly. Like, Sure. The challenge, he almost won. The one before that, he jumped off of the crazy swam. He did all the things he was afraid of, no problem. And uh, and then he also tried in the hall brawl against Enzo, who looked insane to a certain degree where he was stomping his feet. He was stomping his feet for a long time. We were watching oh. that foot stomp, like that bull charge foot stomp thing. Yeah. So uh, Danny said... Uh, <laughs> Danny said it's the softest hall brawl he's ever seen. Oh, my 
my God. Okay, yeah, I was standing Mr. next NFL. to Danny up there. I was standing up to Danny up, next to Danny up on the stage. I look over at Danny Day's like, that was the softest hall brawl I've ever seen. <laughs> God. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I, I can only imagine what it was like to play in the NFL. So uh, I'm sure it, it was soft by his standards, but it was intense. And, and it, but it is nice because at the end, we, do, I mean, you know, Leo obviously walked away and was like kind of sullen about it. But we get Enzo and he's like, you know, he gave a really good fight. He's got, he's got a good girlfriend. You know, he's got a good life. It he's got reminded his cats. Me, he's got his cats. He reminded me of, have you seen the episode of The Office where like Michael Scott does the prison mic thing? Uh, no. Oh, okay. You should watch that because that's what he reminded me of. He's like, you got a good life. And it's just like, oh, okay. That was sweet. But um, it will make more sense once you watch it. But uh, okay. yeah. So, so you're saying and- this material is not Enzo's. He stole this from the office. <laughs> he stole it from the office. He stole it from Michael Scott. So um, yeah, just note that. But um, anyway, so we get that, you know, again, Leo... I'm sorry. He walks away. We don't see him. And then it's kind of like, okay, guys, bye. And and then we, you know, cut and we get the trailer for next week. Mm -hmm. And I guess so. Obviously, at this point, you guys don't have the algorithm bot at this. Are you like, damn, kind of miss the algorithm bot or like, thank God that thing's not here anymore. Uh. I was like, thank goodness that's not here anymore. I don't want to, like, I want to rely on myself. Right. Like, yeah. And I'm good by myself. And the, my only hope was that on the men's eliminations, the women would still have input as to who to put in, which they right. did. So it was like perfect for me, like almost like I designed this game for myself. <laughs> so great. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And we do get... um in the preview for next week. Sorry. I just I was just like I see Sarah's face and I start laughing. But um we get Sarah and she is like I'm I'm talking about Angela once again and she's talk she is ready to shit talk Angela again. Uh, yeah. Which is just like what is your obsession with Angela? Oh my god. Um and then not only that, we also get uh Angela and Alyssa kind of being iced out from Yeah. All the other women, which is interesting. I'm excited to see how that plays out. I'm really excited. I think <laughs> next week's episode is going to be uh, really great. And if it's oh, not good. really great, this podcast episode will be really great because there's so much stuff. And next week Ooh. is so fun. Yeah. Oh, this is good. Okay. So we're really setting it up. This Because I do, I feel like kind of like how I felt with the last episode. I didn't think this episode brought the heat that they promised. Right, exactly. Yeah. And I yeah, they've think they've been doing that to us. <laughs> they, yeah, they have. And it, yeah. and it's fine because I enjoy watching it regardless, but it is a little like uh, okay, like, you know, we get, you know, these people being like, "Oh, I'm sad that my friend is leaving." And then like, "Okay, here's a standard challenge." And it's just kind of like, "Okay, so can we get like some drama or like what's no?" Okay. Yeah, the drama's there. The drama's there. But they're just, just not choosing to show us, which yeah. is Kind of frustrating. There's a few people that would look viewer. so bad if they did. I don't know wh- oh, why we, that matters, oh. but yeah. Oh my God. Interesting. Not me. Of course not. But. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, any last thoughts about this week's episode, even though it wasn't the best episode, but it was still, you know what? I'll take any challenge episode. Yeah. Um, Cause this season, it is a fun season. So yeah, it was fine. I, uh, like I said, not a fan of the hall brawl. If you are, like, 
fine. Like, that's fine. I, I'm not. Uh, and hopefully you can still respect me, even though I don't want to slap my skull against uh, another skull. I think that's an understandable, reasonable request. Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, that's it. I don't, I, I don't think I have anything else. I think we touched on it all pretty good. And uh, just want to thank everybody for listening. Do our sign off for us, Amelia. Oh, You're okay. So good yes. At it. Oh, we thanks. Go. Well, um, thank you so much to Tyson Apostle. Thank you so much to our producer, Jesse Lopez. And thanks to everyone for listening. We will be back with another episode of Surviving the Challenge next week. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs>